You look beautiful. Thank you, darling. Oh, how have no. you been? I'm good. I'm good. It's so good to see you. Thank you. So this is literally is going to be like a completely um, organic conversation because I was not prepared to do an interview with you today. So I'm super excited that we were able to squeeze this in though. Okay. Yes. You are now tuned in from one actor to another, hosted by me, Nicole Lockley, your Atlanta Actors Resource Guide. I sit down with actors, filmmakers, teachers, and other creatives in Atlanta to seek insights and advice for my fellow actors to help better navigate the film and TV industry in ATL. Make sure you like and follow this page for more content like this. Now sit back, learn, internalize, and enjoy. So uh, why are you all dressed up? Wow, am I dressed up? Yes, you looking everything. Am I, am I dressed up, really? You look great. Hold on, girl. Let me. This phone is acting a little weird, but it's coming. Oh my goodness. Okay, let me just. Leave. It's okay. Stop tampering with it. Okay, cool. All right. Stop oh. tampering with it. But thank you. Yes, yes. So this is really, honestly, just going to probably be like a catch up between the two okay. of us instead of an interview. <laughs> Cause like I said, I have no questions prepared. <laughs> so firstly, let's just talk about a, a little bit about you, Miss Busy, Busy, Busy. Oh my God. <laughs> like for real, last time that we spoke was what? How many years ago? Yeah, it's been a while. Um, probably since your short film. Remember I was in your short Yeah, time? so that was like... That was... Seven years ago? Probably 2017, 2018, was it? Four? I think, no, it was maybe like 2016. Was it? Oh. Yeah, I want to... Five years ago? I yeah. Five years. I'm going to go look at my short film. I'm going to have to look and see when I post it. It's been a minute. Okay, yeah. Look but we've been, we've been keeping contact on social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think maybe that was the last time I okay. want to say. I, I can't think of anything else that we had probably a social gathering or. I don't think so. I think it's all just kind of been virtual or, you know, as we see each other, we root each other on, you know. Yeah. We've been well, key games for each other, supporting each other. <laughs> right. Well, we can't go over like everything that you've been doing in the last five, six years, I know I've been like, I don't want to say I've been on and off with acting, but I've been on and off as far as like being active in the community yeah, and, yeah. in the acting community. Cause like, I'm always either in classes, I'm always doing something, yeah, but yeah. just not like as out there, but you haven't stopped girl. Man, it's, you know, and I even, you know, it's, it's either the endurance and you don't stop or it's, it's the stamina to say life happens. You know, I, 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 I would assume if I had a pit stop for family or kids or, you know, um, just a, a, maybe just like a, a some type of job situation where it, it allowed me to travel or do whatever, then that may have been something to say, you know, stutter step. But I just haven't had any like you know, I guess, what do you say? I, I guess I haven't really had any life applications or life experience to say, halt, you know. Yeah. Put acting on the back burner for now and experience life, 
you know? So I think that it might be a two part. It's like, I didn't stop, but there were other creative things that I was doing, you know, as far as, um, you know, writing or producing or directing, you know, or even um, with my publishing brand, just, you know, things that I feel empowering our community of people too, you know, as far as writing books or audiobooks. So there's little things that I've deviated from. It hasn't just kind of been like pounding the pavement, acting, acting, acting. Okay. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I haven't had a whole lot of, I guess I haven't had a whole lot of rest space in between. Mm-hmm. I have just kind of, and, and I blame that really honestly on a lot of the, um, networks or the connections that we create over the years mm-hmm. people just continuously are like you know uh hey i'm shooting something next month what you doing yeah. <laughs> and i'm like um the middle script let's see you know and so they keep you kind of lubricated you know creatively as well just they won't let you you know forget that aha you know i need an actor Exactly. And and see, I feel like that's where I might, where my fall or whatever you want to say uh, faults come in is being, yeah. like you said, connected. I don't really have that network. So like when people think, oh, I need an actress, I'm not, I'm not on people's minds because they don't know I'm still acting. So <laughs> that's definitely good that you stay in the forefront of people's minds. Yeah. Um, so you just mentioned a publishing company. What is that about? Um, I do have a publishing brand. Not a lot of people. I don't really publicize it as much. But when I have clients, then I have to kind of publicize it because I help brand them through the publishing brand. But um, it's called Cray Publishing. And it initially started out where I wanted to do my own um, self-publishing for my audio book, okay. which is an empowerment series called uh, Success Memoirs, Volumes 1 through 3. And so um, I'm in the process of dropping volume two now. But that was just that actually started because I happened to be a penny pincher. So I was like, I'm not going to pay nobody twenty five hundred dollars to publish my book when I could do it myself. So I just really just went through the process of um, learning and you know, researching. And so when I put my book out and I had my, um, my book release, you know, I had a big shindig, you know, my first book and I had like a book release. Um, that's when people were coming up to me, like, you know, Hey, I always, you know, do you ghost write? Or I was always thinking about a book or, you know, autobiography and, you know, how much do you charge and this and that. And I was just like, I didn't say it on the surface, but in internally, I was like, no, I don't want to be responsible. <laughs> I don't want to be responsible for no one else's success. Okay. Yeah. And so they was purchasing the book, but it was almost like I, I was telling them myself because in my audios, um, I was preaching to people like, go for it. Don't sit on it. Stop the crap. Like, it's just. It was five, six chapter, you know, book. So people would just pop it in or they would get the digital version. And um, so they will circle back and they said, oh, I really like your book, especially chapter such and such when it said, you know, build your own house. And I'm like. (laughs) So Cray Publishing was just birth based on the strength of me wanting to 
put something out and not wanting to wait for anyone. Okay. And secondly, um, and secondly, just again, um, I guess it was just a means of being able to help those close to me. So in the interim with me starting the brand and today I've had about three clients, which is pretty dope. Mm. So I've had um, three authors under me who have written some pretty decent books, some pretty dope books. So that's so exciting. Well, where can we get the first one? Because you said you're about to drop the second one soon, right? Um, the first one is on my website. Okay. Um, which is uh, Um, That is a digital series now. And I think it's gotten pretty cheap. But yeah, people are kind of still, as they visit my website, they kind of feel their way around and they're like, oh, a book. Oh, mm-hmm. T-shirts. Oh, this, oh, that. So there is a market, um, you know, just a... Um, you know, a market for individuals who, you know, again, are looking to be inspired, empowered, um, motivated on some level, be it you're creative or just, you know, just for your average Joe, um, you can go on there and grab it. So it's on my website. Okay. Awesome. So if you guys are viewing this video, because just Girl, so you know, I don't know if I explained all this to you. So this is going to be on YouTube. So if y'all watching, y'all probably watching this on YouTube, but it's also a podcast too. So if y'all listening, uh, it's spelled C-H-E-R-R-I-E-M-C-R-A-E.com. And I'm going to put it in the description for you guys too. But if you're watching, it's right there in the corner of her video. Perfect marketing. I see you. <laughs> Making it easy. <laughs> Cameras, all types of blurry. So, um, I know recently too, which are acting. Um, I've been seeing your son. He's in it now too. How old is your? Oh, first of all, how many kids do you have? I just have one. You just have one. Okay. And what's his name again? It's CJ, and he, man, CJ has. I don't want to say he like he's more behind the camera now, but he will jump into a few music videos or a few, you know, featured background situations here and there. If it's promising, you know, mm-hmm. um, if, if the name is notable enough, should I say that? Um, but he's more behind the scenes. He'll be here actually be 21 next week. So. <laughs> so, yeah, I have a man child, but um, he's been in and out of just different things. He's, he's remained artistic, very creative. Um, he's, uh, he has uh, Loscopy, which is his multimedia company. So he does the BTS for, you know, different um, filmmakers. Um, he also does, you know, plenty of photography, videography, and, um, you know, graphic design and editing. So that's just his thing, you know, that he grew. He kind of grew up on the adolescent end, um, continually coming with me on set. Mm-hmm. So he still the camera in his hand and was like, here, take some pictures. Like mm. I still do today. But, <laughs> but here, take some photos. And from that, he just got a really good feel for the camera and the function, you know, the functionality of it and, you know, grew to like it. And, you know, people just kept pretty much shouting him out. Like, where is CJ? If he wasn't on set, where is CJ? Where's I was like, but I'm here. <laughs> right don't forget about me <laughs> uh, is he's in florida with his grandparents for the summer but the talent right girl is right here Friday, the, the what one you hired <laughs> <laughs> so 
I feel like it has been in recent years that I've been seeing like you promoting and saying, hey, my son's also doing this and congratulations to my son. So when did he really start like because you say he's always been on set with you, but like it doesn't seem like it's maybe the last maybe two, three years that I've really been noticing him doing stuff. So when did that really pick up for him? Mm, Man, I want to say I want to say his sophomore year in high school. So maybe about 15 going on 16. Okay. 16 going on 17, something like that. Um, so it's been around that time. And yeah, he's been pushing a lot of his stuff. And um, I was momager for many, many, many years because he's like, Mom, I want to get into acting classes. I want to be better. I want to be like you. I want to mm. do this and I want to do that. And so, you know, I would kind of step in and, and help him out. And just make sure it wasn't too hard of a push like I wanted it for him. But as long as he said vocally that he wanted it, then I would find him, you know, classes here and there or, you know, weekend intensive um, or little things he can dip in and out of. Um, or I would just um, I know he he was at Georgia State in the cinema program. So a lot of their. Um, not interning, but a lot of their on-site observations mm-hmm. were actually at prominent studios here in Atlanta. And so he got to meet a lot of the producers for shows. I know he, uh, Miss Diane, um, with um, Ambitions, he met her and she kind of took him under her wing for a little while. And he met Regina Hall. He was her personal photography photographer um, at one of these film festivals. So find the children that they assign the young people to a specific person and say, hey, learn the ropes, you know, be kind of an assistant slash photographer slash, you know, can you hold my purse real quick? So that's what he was for her at, um, I don't, I, I, God, what is it? Uh, American Black Film Festival. One of the f- festivals that was here was in Atlanta. It wasn't ABFF. What's the other one that's here? Uh, I know they have an independent, but she wouldn't have done that one. No, um, it it's one that's pretty, it's pretty big here. It's not Atlanta Film Festival, it's the other one. Uh, Black, Black Women in Film, but that's not a film festival. It's two, of, one of the two. But okay. um, Ms. Diane kind of um, was grooming him. So I say all that to say um, he's been doing it for quite some time. Um, he just, re- he, he's been on set with me probably since maybe 2014, 2015. Mm-hmm. back in the day but it was just like mom I don't want to be here but it was like when he got older high school and again like I said I and I, I will never forget uh Mike Michaels for when I used to work for WSA and we would go do what's called actor scope mm-hmm. and I never forget I brought him with me um and I was like you know just come with me and, and Mike was like what's your name again CJ, CJ, hey, young man. Okay, hold this camera. <laughs> so I have Mike to thank because after that, he has just been wanting equipment after equipment, saving his money, working multiple jobs just to get his lights, his studio, his camera, his clients, you know. That's, so that's awesome. So tell me a little bit, like, how was that for you managing your acting and then when he started really being serious about wanting to do his stuff, because you, like you say, you got to be momager, so you still got to support him and take him where he got to go. And but you still got your stuff going on. 
Yeah. Um, luckily, it's died down a little bit. And then even if it was, you know, it's still a lot for him behind the scenes, but he has his own car now. So, but yeah, I mean, I remember times we used to hit the road, road trips, and it was while he's on set. I mean, I can, they always would allow me to either come in a trailer or go on set with him because mm-hmm. um, he's always 17 and under. Mm-hmm. Um, a few projects I think he's done um, when he was older, I didn't even really go with him. And at that point he had a car, but mm-hmm. yeah, it was just me just coming along and keeping one eye on him and making sure he's doing what, he, what we studied mm-hmm. and then, you know, running lines. And then um, the other part was just, you know, all up in my actor's access and my emails and just writing stuff down and highlighting scripts. It was just, just having that, <laughs> just that balancing act was, it was a lot. Yeah. So, out there um, where you are interested in your child also acting. And I mean, you know, I kind of coach, I have some private students and their parents are like, yeah, you know, my daughter's so good at acting. And I'm like, you do know <laughs> that nine to five you got, if your baby get called out to LA, because you know, they LA love the babies. Mm-hmm. They LA for one of these Disney projects, Nickelodeon projects, or whatever, you do know. I hope you have a, a good bit of PTO built up because you just gonna have to go. You know exactly. You're just going to have to go. So that was what that was my life. A lot of times, you know, and being a single mom, a lot of times I didn't have anyone to offset. You know, um, prayerfully, none of our projects collided. Um, and I think that that's just strictly on the strength of the grace. But um, it was a juggling act, Nicole, and I'm, I'm glad it's over. Yeah. I'm so glad because there's so much unnecessary anxiety. Because <laughs> you just like, I'm acting to pay the bills. You acting to pay the bills, but then, you know, for all your hard work, you you do put it in their savings or you do give them mm-hmm. a percent. Exactly. But I'm like, well, me, I'm like, well, I'm, you know, I'm knee deep in. So, yeah. so that's what it was. It was a lot of creativity on top of creativity with scheduling. So that's mm-hmm. what I'm gonna say. <laughs> so, what would you say is one of the main takeaways for you during that time? Yeah, it was a struggle, but in every struggle, there's a lesson. So what, 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 what did you get from it? Um, I think for me, it was really seeing, um, your child feel accomplished, you know, or if you see how he corresponds with the other young children on set, you know, and he, a lot of times in CJ's situation, he has, he has a very distinct spirit. So mm-hmm. it was just one of those ones. He's not a very talkative person, but but if he knows you, he'll, you know, he'll talk. Mm-hmm. But I just really saw how he honestly once said, I feel once the the you know the uh director yelled action, like seeing your baby transform the way in which like I didn't tell you all of this you obviously had to watch me mm. and how as soon as action there was no nerves there was no it was just you know just uh, this organic person like who is this person you know um 
And he never told me really, you know, he was like, oh, you know, he'll say little things here and there, like, you know, mom, proud of you and stuff, things like that. But you never really should take for granted you're this younger generation really watching you and you have to audition and you're just trying to be a perfectionist. Like one more tape. Okay. Another tape, you know, then that rubs off on them. So the, the answer to your question is the takeaway is really having him take what I feel is life for me. You know, this mm. is, um, under God and my family, this is really my, Think like this is really my ministry, my purpose. And to see your child to to come and then just almost just get in alignment with legacy a little bit and just kind of follow and navigate. And it doesn't matter how um how weird or hard maybe the subject matter is, it's just really utilizing certain techniques as for preparation or memorization mm-hmm. that you're like. I never, I teach you that now, <laughs> but but in retrospect, I was teaching them, mm. you know. So that would take away. I think just 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 being mindful that if any more children come after him, you know, which you know only the good Lord knows. But if any other children come after them, come after CJ, um, I would groom them the same way. You know, yeah. I would have help, but I would groom them the same way. And if you doing something. You better do it with passion. You better do it the right way. You better come about it in a way to where um, you're the brand. You know, um, no temper tantrums on set. No, mommy, I want this. And no, you're professional. If this is what you want to do, then we're going to work together to make this happen. It's going to be fun. But at the end of the day, you know, um, these individuals, like you're, you're an employee, you know, mm-hmm. so sometimes when they, they're young, they don't understand that. But just being very deliberate and making sure that you are a very explicit example for them in a positive light, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's a good feeling, though. Just so, like you said, to know that like you, you're living and walking in your purpose and to see your son align with that, that like that gave me goosebumps. Yeah. That's exciting. So. All right. So let's pivot back to you, though. All right, because I did want to talk about the mom aspect because there are some a lot of moms that are trying to figure it out and they're trying to figure out if it's right for their kids, too. So I wanted to give them that tidbit. But let's pivot back to you. So I did remember it was like 2018 with the film. Okay. I knew it wasn't 2016. I was like, wait a minute now, that's been five years. I was thinking about my first um, short film. I don't know if uh, you worked on that with me or not. Our Brothers Lives Matter. You may have came to the premiere. Yes, that one too. But that, but see, that's what Roscoe, right? Roscoe and yeah, um, your husband and sees uh-huh. yes, that one. I remember that premiere. Um, but then there, there was another one with the other young lady. Remember, I came. Yeah, here, yeah, yeah. Holding for us, and then we were going to the various locations. I really enjoyed that project. Didn't I, I played a mother, right? Yeah, you played my mom. Yeah. <laughs> I, I played that project. Yeah. 
So for for everybody that's watching and listening, that was an independent project that I had did called um, Decisions Untold. And it yes. was just a short about a young lady who had just found out that she was pregnant and she ain't know what to do. She didn't know whether to tell her boyfriend. She didn't know to tell her friend. She didn't like she didn't know who to tell. She didn't know what to do. Um, and then the turning point in it was when she talked to her mother. And her mom just described to her how much of a joy it is to be a parent. Yeah. Um, and that kind of helped her in her decision and understanding um, the importance of having that relationship with someone that literally comes from you. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll put a link too if you guys want to check it out. <laughs> I think I, t- I took, I snubbed a piece of it for one of my reels. I got so many, but I never forget that project. I was just like, I actually was able to pull off looking a little seasoned. And I was proud of myself. <laughs> yeah, it turned out well for to have like such a skeleton and crew. Like all my projects, I have like a skeleton crew and I kind of pull from the people that I know that I've met, you know, and networking and things like that. Um, which like I said, I, I really need to get back into the scene, man. But listen, this is this is my theory on it all, right? Um a good couple of handfuls of my friends, my colleagues, my co-laborers out there. Listen, they have moved away, moved to LA, come back and went to take care of a parent, came back, uh, pulled Beyonce and Jay-Z and had all these children, honey, and, and married and happy and looking happy. And I'm telling you, I, for one, I know I wouldn't book certain roles just because you have an organic life experience. You know mm. what I'm saying? You have that organic life experience. And so I, I was just, I don't know, who, I was talking to um, a few of my mentees the other week and I went to go train a few of them. And I said, listen, um, you know, uh, rest her soul, but Cicely Tyson was acting till she was, in her 90s. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I just don't believe this is a profession. Like I've been able to spend a season. It's been a long season though, where I just keep going. But that's honestly because that has just really been me. There's been nothing to come and impede on that. Had it something came into play, you know, children or whatever the case is, like I'm gonna nurture my family. But I will say because he spent such a long, it was such a long, long, long journey because it wasn't a destination only until she left this earth. But, um, and now she's, you know, out one of our ancestors, but even more so, this is just something that is cyclical. Like, it's like, I feel like it's a holding pattern. When you're a creative and you're a deep dive hearted creative, this stuff never leaves you. Mm-hmm. So you can leave the thing, but as long as it doesn't leave here, mm. you come back and then you can, you contribute to the art and what you contribute to the art is these were my life applications. These are something I learned. If, if I get booked on queen sugar as, you know, this loving mother and, you know, her child has become gravely ill, you will be able to allude to some really true hardcore, you know, feelings and emotions and it's like whoo especially if it's you know around blues age you know i don't know anyone watching sugar but especially if he's you know a young kid Mm -hmm. but for me i can do it you know definitely if my chops are there but 
I would have to dive so deep into substitutions and I would have to just use things that, you know, like, oh, when was CJ? <laughs> like, when was CJ eight? You know what I'm saying? When was he seven? And it would just... It would just be one of those things where what's the what's the most sweetest spot for casting? What's the most organic? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They can see photos and family photos online, or they can just get the grit that this. I think she's gonna, yeah, for 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 the level of dynamic where we need to be, she mm-hmm. will get it. So I tell people, yeah, like. Take some time off, go get a degree, go travel, have some babies, have, you know, get married, uh, you know, uh, backpack, go to Europe, do something because we're always students of life, you know, and if you, uh, it always says, um, um, what to say, uh, it's, it's just saying that, you know, um, something about, you know, if if you don't, if you don't layer your life, like what can you really bring to the table mm. when it comes to creativity and art? So yeah, you kind of, you, you probably been out. There's so many of my friends, like I said, colleagues that have been out. And when I tell you, when they come back, it's like riding a bike. It really is. The next thing I know, I'm like, you on what? Mm. Like, AMP, lifetime. Like, <laughs> you know, and you never judge them like, oh, you know, but you've been at the game. It's really, honestly, all it takes is just reconditioning, you know, to a fast forwarded time where we are now and getting right back on that bike. And your kids come along and book with you and then commercial and then this, and then, and now you back warm and it's like, whoo, whoo. Cause once you get back in baby girl, they're going to keep pulling at you. Cause it's like, it's just this plug for real people now. Like we want real people. We want, you know, we want authenticity and this and that. So you never know. It could, it could legitimately be God's way of saying, well, I had you wait because I wanted to be a family affair. I wanted to be a family enterprise. I want you all to, you know, you and your husband, I want you, I want you all to build a legacy, you know, with the kids now. And yeah. all y'all to, you never know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't know, honestly. And I feel like th- I, that definitely holds true for me, too, what you were saying, just as far as like life with having kids and being able to bring that experience and using those substitutions and things like that. Because so last time since we've worked together, I've had another baby. So I've got two. So every every <laughs> yes. so every time I have a baby, of course, I take off that in like nine months because I'm a miserable pregnant person. Um, so. I'm like locked in my room for nine months. And then after that, you know, I'm mom, I'm breastfeeding, I'm doing all of this. So I've probably had to take, um, I would say like two years each, that's four years that I've had to put acting. I I wouldn't say I stopped because I was still like submitting and things like that, but I wasn't going as hard as I would have wanted to. Um, but I feel like God has got me in a place right now where he's like, all right, it's time to go. It's time to go. So like I got signed with my agent last year in October and I I was grinding like the whole time I, since I moved down here in 2014 to get an agent. And yeah. but I finally got the agent that I wanted um, just last year. <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank when? you. Um, and then um, I was in grad school and I finished grad school. The last classes were, I think, the winter session. And then I had some time off uh, from classes. I wasn't working because I lost my job last August. So I was just like taking it easy. But then after all of that, I got my my first big role in um, what was that in May? So I just feel like with that, it's just like, all right, God, I, I wasn't ready. If God had given me that big role before then, I would have been like, I got homework I got to do too. And my kids and I got work. Do I quit my job just because I got to be on set for the next two weeks or whatever? So it really does line up. And it's it's hard when you don't know the future. So that's like all of the time. And it's it's frustrating because you don't know how things are going to turn out. Um, but that's where the the faith component comes in, and you just you gotta remember. They always say this: you gotta remember your why in the back of your head. And it's it's tough sometimes. It really yeah. is. But um, yeah, you don't know. So yeah. don't look at it as you don't know of the bad that's going to happen or could happen. You don't know of the good that's about to happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that's something that I've learned that I got to try to keep. And that's something I struggle with constantly. Yeah. And I feel like all creatives, we kind of struggle with not necessarily thinking, oh, what if what if I don't make it? What if I, I, I you know, stop booking? What if da, 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 we got to stop thinking about those what ifs and start thinking of, yeah. What if next month I don't know what auditions I'm gonna get? And what if I get like this big ass audition? Like, let me just keep chugging along until that that one comes along because it's it's gonna come. And that's a that's a valid point. Um, I think probably the best thing I can give for anyone to chew on is that you just have to no matter what, just keep your feet moving. You know, it's just a point where I would rather you be warm than be cold. Mm -hmm. So even if you watching a YouTube video, you know, (laughs) once a day or just something to say to keep you inspired and, and, you know, and again, um, it's your lane that you're traveling. It's your life. And so whatever is intended to happen, I always, if it happened before, it can definitely happen again. You know, mm-hmm. I just think that God don't double back just to make it happen and you be lukewarm. He's going to make it happen to where it's like, ah, you know, you see, if you just take your hand off the wheel, <laughs> you know? And so, um, but yeah, it's your journey. You have no one that you have to answer to, um, you know, and Anybody in your life that makes you feel like you do, you know, you probably have to just make them, you know, feed them with a really long spoon. But, you know, surround yourself with the type of people that simultaneously push you to want to keep up, but are not in competition. So Mm -hmm. you're doing just enough together where it's like, oh, you know, such and such book the commercial. It's not like... You're like, oh, let me book a commercial. But it's just, it gives you that authority in yourself to say, well, God has no respect to person. And honestly, if if he did it for her, he'd do it for me, you know? Um, 
And I just, you know, that whole thing about what's for you never, ever misses you. That is so, that's such universal law. You know, what's for you will never miss you. I know some people who, the the young lady, um, Letitia, um, shout out to her because she heard herself on Black Panther set. <laughs> but she, she had a testimony where she took a whole year off because acting was a chore. It started to be a chore. You know, and she just like she said, she felt kind of pimped out. Like, you know, I'm just just I'm not I'm not built like this. I don't look like this. My hair is too natural. She just felt too, you know, it's getting a bit too superficial. And mm. she took a whole year off and she said she found God. She found her. She found the God in her. She found herself. And her agent was like, you want me to book you out for how long? He's like. Yeah, I'm just, you know, until further notice. So that can make any agent nervous. But mm. obviously, she had things compiled to where it wasn't like you're completely off the roster. But it was enough to be like, well, you are you sure? Because and she was like, yes, took time off. I think she ended up coming back and it wasn't six. It wasn't even six months later. She auditioned for Black Panther and got it. So you just never know. It was for you never miss you. Sometimes it'll lay dormant until you're back. And mm-hmm. then once you're back, that blessing is for Nicole. Yeah. Not Sherry. You know, or this person over there. That, that blessing is just sitting dormant in a in a in the most positive way that it can. And it's just waiting. And it's like she's coming back. When she comes back, oh, oh, there she is. Whoop. Boom. There it is. Yours. And yeah. people are like, how in the world did you? But what was the last, what was your last, pro- da, da, da. don't worry about that. Right. Right. Exactly. And that's, and that's, I want to say that's what happened and what is happening uh, for me. Cause like I said, I've been, I haven't really necessarily been on the scene. I've been kind of behind it and doing my little work and stuff like that. And then I was just like, all right, I'm ready. Let's go. And he gave me, God gave me a couple of months to get myself hundred percent right after I got signed. And I don't know, did you see the picture that I posted like last month of what I no, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Because well, I talked about this in the last episode, so I'm sorry, guys. I don't want you to have to keep hearing this story over and over, but I'm going to share it with Sherry because I didn't talk to her. So this ain't for y'all. This is for her. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, my first big roll back, girl, I worked with Samuel Jackson. Wow. I got booked for that's what um, I'm talking about. Hey. Co-star role. I played um right next to him in um this new show that's coming out on Apple TV. And my mind would have never fathomed that the first role that I got under my agent <laughs> was something like that. And whereas like the other cast members that was on set were like other names as well um where I'm just like and I'm sitting you know while Sam's doing his scene I'm sitting you know behind the camera with the other actors and they talk about oh yeah when I was out in LA and da, 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 and when I did it I gotta go out here and I'm just sitting here like just <laughs> taking it all in and they're like you know how it is I'm like mm-hmm, yeah <laughs> <I> sure do, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> do. <laughs> so um but no you're right on that like you just what's for you is for you and when it's gonna come come. let me take a moment to acknowledge that i say wow okay yes 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 queen because 
at the end of the day, listen, bookings are not easy to come. Like people are like, oh, you know, this your season, are you working? Ooh, if you knew how many no's I got though, like, mm-hmm. it, like let me count the ways. So I have to just take a moment to acknowledge you and give you your couple of flowers right now because it's not about, you know, yeah, Samuel J and, and, and things like that. But the fact that, listen, that has to, that has to be such um, a monumental proverb, even within yourself to say, this is what not giving up looks like, mm-hmm. period. Because if you jump out the pot, you jump back in the pot, is is that time away doesn't matter unless you live a life that makes it matter, you know? Mm-hmm. But you jump right back in that pot and you be like, okay, where are the books? Where's the stuff? Where's the class? Where's the, where's the auditioning technique? Where's on camera? Where's this? Where's that? Let me study my script. No, back was in forward. Let me be natural, organic, this, that. Have my moments before and after. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, action. Nobody knows how much time you took. Exactly. The camera could care less. And two, at this rate, they just like, okay, can she act? Okay, good. All right, come on. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, yes, yes, yes. What's your name again? Oh, you did great, great, great. Nobody, them people don't care about like nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, years off. That's like age. Like as long as you looking like, hey, <laughs> like y'all can call me 28 for the rest of my life. I can care less. <laughs> But as long as you think what you think, I will not correct, you know, unless it's a bold-faced lie, then I'm, I'm like, sure, don't be lying. Uh-huh. But yeah, the time and the sabbatical that you take doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Just the quality of the individual, the person that you are, and what you're contributing to society, you know, to the artistic society. Exactly. So that, all that, and, and so again, you know, Thank again, you. I, you know, I tip my crown to you girl because uh, you need to keep telling that story because obviously there's somebody out there you know if that's that vibrational pull you need to keep telling that story because I have a funny feeling that somebody is in your same boat yeah that is like man if she did it she well I mean, I got two kids, three kids, too. I got this and I got that, and I'm just always so tired. But you know what? Just I'm always back exercise videos, and I could get back in the shape like Nicole at the baby. And this and that, I be watching. I've been smile. trying, girl. <laughs> Stomach be gone. Excuse me. <laughs> so, again. Thank you. you know, my crown to you. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. And it's, it, you know, there's a lot of lessons to be learning. Everything that you just said and stuff that I'm saying, because like you said, even with the living life, because that the role that I got was a mother. And I like, and I was, you know, I had to put myself, I don't want to give too much away because I'm probably not allowed to, but there was this one but, scene where I had to be really, really emotional. And I don't know if I would have ever been able to get that emotional without picturing that that little boy that I was acting against picturing if that was my son. I don't know if I could have got there if I didn't have that time with my kids. And, you know, and I, I don't want to be the person to be like, oh, I'll work with this person. Name drop, name drop, name drop. But God, the universe, whatever y'all want to call it, they knew what I needed to be like, you're doing the right thing. Because I had, like you say, you, we, 
it's an industry of no's. I say that all the time. We work in an industry of no's. So I had been auditioning at least three to five times every single week since I got signed with my agent in October. And I didn't get that role until May. And I just Three to five auditions a week. How many is that? For how how many? That's a lot. And I was just, I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to keep going. And the universe and God knew what I wanted or what I needed to have that validation because I could have easily got one of those one-liners that I um, had auditioned for. Easy. Yeah. And would have been yeah. like, all right, cool. Yeah, I got a one-liner. But God knew. Let me give her this big something right here momentum because this is where you belong and yeah, if yeah. you stay again then it's go it's oh it's completely okay because because guess what now you have the confidence to say well i can step away as long as i need to i mean that's probably not going to be common practice because once we're warm and we're hot we want more you know what i'm saying like let me make more of a difference but um yeah god is just showing baby you can step away i i am all-knowing and all-powerful Listen, trust me. So if nothing else gives you, you know, that that experience to catapult your career in a way to where you would never fathom, you see that you can step away as often as you need to, you mm-hmm. know? And it's like, it, again, it's not about the sabbatical. It's not about the time away. It's just, you know, what are you pouring into the craft while you in your return or while you're here? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what really makes a difference. And that has to be such a, a very vintage or a key example with seeing so many celebrities. Um, like I never forget that story. I don't know if you remember, um, but he was on the Cosby show. Oh yeah. yeah. At um, uh, Trader Joe's. I know exactly what you're talking about. I forget his name. But. They kind of shamed him a little bit. Like you working at Trader Joe's? And he was like, I mean, I got to pay bills. I mean, you think about a lot of these actors who in their heyday, in their day, and they're not even old, but in their day, it was like season after season after season. Like as an actor, once the season is over and they're like, okay, farewell episode, no more. You People are not prepared for what's next. Mm-hmm. So he took a long, I mean, and he's just one vivid example, but he took a long time off. Mm-hmm. And again, as God would have it, guess what? They put that in uh, the um, shade room or wherever they put it. Mm-hmm. And somebody that snapped the picture of him trying to shame him. And look, what the devil be meaning for evil, God just come right back, swoop you up and say, okay. You know, and Tyler Perry don't pick him up. Mm-hmm. So, it's just, there's no way that I'm convinced that. I, I think that if you're passionate, you don't burn out. And if you're passionate, um, there's just certain distinctive roles and opportunities that's not going to come together nicely without you being in the vicinity, you mm. know? So. All right, Sister McCray. All right, now. Hold on. <laughs> we got that word. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So I know you said that you um you had some of your clients and like you teach. So where do you teach at? What is what is that all about? What do you teach? How can somebody work with you? Well, so this is another thing in my arsenal. Um, I actually just got uh, an instructor opportunity at a 
um, acting studio called The Acting Scene, which is out of Beaufort, Georgia. For anyone that's in Atlanta, it's in Beaufort, Georgia. And they've been around for quite some time, many, 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 many years. And so, um, again, I end up getting booking the job. I didn't go to them. They actually came to me, which was like, whoa. Wow. And uh, one of the parents of the young ladies, and then I'll go into my private students too, very briefly, but um, so the studio, um, I was approached um, about the opportunity. And it was a young girl who I worked with years ago in Augusta, matter of fact. Um, And it was a project in Augusta years, years, years ago. And um, her name is Lil Annie, matter of fact. So if she even listens to this, you know, if it gets out. But her mom um, was like, oh, you know, I think it would be, well, Annie's manager owns the studio. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was like, I think you would be a really great candidate they're looking for um an acting coach i think you would be a really good candidate do you mind if i um forge or you know refer you to uh you know her man uh her daughter's manager so i'm hit like boing like wait huh acting studio refer like wait slow down a little bit because again over my head because i'm not i'm i'm an actor like i'm an actor period like I'm at, I'm on this acting grind. So, you know, something just told me, you know what? Like limit your nose. Why not? Okay, sure. So I didn't even think I would get it. I ain't gonna lie to you because I do have my two my two private students, but that's not something that I out, you know? Um, and so when the studio reached out to me, um, you know, uh, my I sent my resume and all that good stuff. So when they reached out to me, I was like, er, okay. Like, oh, we'd like to set up an um, interview with you. So I was like, okay. Did the first interview. And just how many you were talking, that just really is honestly Sherry. Like, I'm going to just talk to you. I'm not going to try to impress you. I This is really, these are the credits that I have. I have two private students. You know, there's no specific technique. It's just a truth technique, a truth module. Mm-hmm. that I go over with my students and um and then that's pretty much it so she's like okay well, we're interviewing other you know uh, individuals so I'm like surely someone from Juilliard a conservatory <laughs> like somebody else in Atlanta Georgia that is uh more well I guess grounded when it comes to instruction and mm-hmm. not more uh actor coach you know whatever you call it um what more than likely get it and so when I got the call back and they were like, um, we would like to consider you, you know, um, and I, at that point I was like, oh, so this is about to happen, happen. So let me, let me work my schedule in such a way where I can kind of clear it for one day out of the week. So end up getting that. Thank God. It was actually more, um, more of a blessing than I than I thought because I've already started teaching, but I just don't have my own class until October 28th of this month. But, um, you know, I just did some, I had to train. They had to kind of develop me how they like to, you know, instruct their students, Mm -hmm. get to know the, get to know the different levels, the, the little babies, the, you know, the middle schoolers, the high schoolers and the adults and just kind of get them acclimated to you, warm up to you. Cause you can't just come and teach. You're like, who is this? Wait a minute. 
So build their trust a little bit, see your face a little bit. So I've been going um, and it's been very enjoyable. And I can tell that a lot of my, um, a lot of my passion comes out and it's just, I want to see these young people win. I want to see, you know, the adults win. And so that's that, you know, the acting scene. Um, And so courses, you know, under my care start October. It's a six week course. Which course Um, is it? Is it on camera or? It's intro to acting. Yeah. Intro to acting. And it starts October the 28th through, I believe, December. So it's a six week course. Um, And then my other two private students, um, those are just really, you never really can, you can't really take for granted people who watch your journey. Um, Those just happen to be, these two young ladies I've had for years, but their moms were, you know, oh, I think, you know, such and such would be a great actor. And she's so energetic and da 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 you know, and I just want to want her to learn the right way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they contracted me years ago. So we have spotty training with them and audition coaching and stuff like that. So it's been pretty cool awesome. um, to actually be on the other side of some type of, uh, you know, instruction, I guess, a curriculum. That's exciting. Well, for our viewers and our listeners, um, this is hosted by the Atlanta Actors uh, Resource Guide and the actor scene is listed in in the guide. So the guide gives you legitimate places that have working actors that know what they're doing. So this is just proof to you all. If you ever question the Atlanta Actors Resource Guide, we have the it's the real deal. We got the real places that you want to work and that you want to study at. Um, not no rinky dink. Somebody who just think they know what they doing. They you see how they trained her to make sure she knew what she was doing before she went into the classroom. That's the whole point of the guide, guys. So make sure that you go out, uh, go to the website and check it out so you can know the real classes. Um, so before we wrap it up. Okay. We got to talk about this recent accomplishment, Miss BET Plus. I wanted to share that for the end. You got to tell me about this project. What is it called? How did you get cast? Who's your? I, I need to know everything. Oh my goodness! I don't even know where to start. Pretty. <laughs> this has been a ride. Um, you know, I've had big projects before, but like you said, it's it's been a hit or a miss. You know. You, the whole co-star bit and you're just like, okay, five lines. Great. Like, you know, you know, you're, you know, you're essential, but you're not as essential to the story. Like I am now, you know? Um, so man, so I'll give you the cliff notes version. So I actually end up seeing the casting on casting networks. Um, and I saw it and I was like, okay, I didn't see it on Actors Access. So I was like, hmm. So sometimes I try to double back and just check for, you know, um, just verify, just make sure that all the information is the same. So I'm, I'm really a researcher. I'm a really diehard researcher. So I'm like, well, everyone's looking at this casting, these details, this breakdown. So maybe Actors Access might have a little bit more, you know, mm-hmm. maybe I can have access to size and see what you know, uh, what the other roles they're cast for and kind of read their breakdown and cheat. 
So, but yeah, it was only on casting network. So luckily, um, my manager was pushing me, pushing me, pushing me to get casting networks. And I was like, like your own casting network, not theirs. And I was like, why, why? Oh my God, why? So now I see why. But um, so my profile, everything is all shining and duped out and up to date. Thank God I'm on top of that because it was so essential when I um, auditioned for it. I got a hit right away. Um, and it was for a role that sometimes just based on the surface breakdown, you know, you would be a great candidate for the role. So I was like, ah, I'll go for it. So the initial role, um, I won't spoil the movie, but Big Lucy. Um, and if anybody has watched it or will watch it, um, we'll go ahead and give those details later. Wait, where. pause, pause. What is the name of it? We didn't say the name. Oh, <laughs> so it's, it's Big 50. Okay. The Del Ronda Hood story on BET Plus now. Big 50. So once you see Big 50, you'll see Remy Ma, who is is starring Remy Ma. She plays Big 50. You will see her face if you're on BET Plus. Um, you'll see her in a whole fur get up. And it'll just say Big 50. But it's a biopic of one of the trap queens called uh, um, Del Ronda Hood. And she's really, really huge out of Detroit. She's really huge anyway, just based on her story alone. So Trap Queens has already highlighted her story in a major way, but they wanted to make it a movie. Okay. So, um, so yeah, so Big 50. But so the auditioning process, I actually auditioned for a role where, you know how I say open ethnicities, you know, ethnicities, and you're like, but based on what it reads, the character reads, you're like, okay, I'm just going to go for it because this sounds, you know, a lot like my aggression, like I can do this. And so the initial role was for a prison mate. Um, And she had a decent part, you know, but it, again, I was just going for it. So I auditioned for that. And uh, it's so crazy because one of the producers showed me my initial photo for my first audition when we were at the premiere. And she held the, the picture up and then she put it next to me. <laughs> and she said, does this, she asked somebody next to me on the other side of me, she said, does this look like her? And they looking like, what? You went for it. Oh, wait, you're muted. Wait, you're muted. <laughs> Um, but didn't get so didn't book that so I was like oh, okay didn't book it so how I found out I didn't book it because normally Cassie's not going to double back and tell you that you didn't book something you just figured a month has gone by okay you kind of put two and two together so I actually got a call from casting and they were like you know hey is this shit and I'm like yeah and I was like Who's this? you know just going through that whole thing like okay so they went through the whole song and dance and they said we really enjoyed your um uh casting and you know we showed your your take to the director and everybody really enjoyed it but we filled the role so I'm like like you're like Mm. <laughs> like, so why are you calling me? Like, what you want? <laughs> tell me that you, yeah. So you booked out, booked the role to someone else. <laughs> so, so I was like, okay. In my mind, I'm like, okay. Hopefully, this. Is- so I was like, okay. Tell me more. So they said, but we have another role that we, you know, just recently wrote in. Um, you know, because the story was still, even though they were towards the end of pre-production, the story was still rolling and writing. You know, mm-hmm. they were still writing, right, right. 
So I was like, okay. So it said, so here's the only catch. Um, this is like less than a 24-hour turnaround. Your audition is comprised of three scenes. You need to be off book and completely a character. So I'm like, okay, mind you, it's about 6.30 in the evening. So I get this call well, about between 5.30, 6.30. So they're like, okay, you know, do you understand? Are you able to, to commit to this? If not, we understand. So I'm like, well, yeah, hey, when you train for the Super Bowl, let's go. So I'm like, okay. So girl, I, I get into action. So I call my um my girl Chantal and I normally go to her studio to take my auditions. So shout out to Chantal. And so I'm coming and my mind is going a million miles an hour. I'm just getting a preview of what the expectations of this role the breakdown and everything like that on my phone, but it's like my mind is going faster than my body limbs. Like I can't move fast enough to try to get this thing in perspective and in order in which I'm going to do this. So I go, I try to, I'm like, okay, 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 okay. First scene. Okay. Ooh, I'm scrolling. Okay. Second scene. Okay. Ooh, this is a lot. Okay. 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 I could do this. I could do this. So I'm psyching myself out. Like, okay. I could do this. So I come and I try to print my, my sides and everything prints except the last scene. So it's like, I'm running out of ink. I'm like, okay. So then here I am. Okay. Leave that alone. Whatever. Got to go to Office Depot. But in the meantime, what's your wardrobe? So girl, I'm like, what's the wardrobe? What's, what's hair looking like? What's my wardrobe looking like? Um, and I'm think, 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 think Sherry. So I'm like, oh, Chantal hasn't hit me back yet and says she's available. I got to go by Office Depot. Let me get a plan B for auditioning, blah, 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 blah. So everything is like, ooh. So in an actor's world, it's not just memorizing lines, y'all. <laughs> this Joker is like, it's a whole mini short film, a whole theatrical wardrobe. You know, you have, <laughs> I, I was like, okay, what hair? Um, okay, da, 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 whatever, whatever. So, Damn. Chantal probably finally hit me back. She was like, um, well, uh, my last client is, I have, I think her last client was either 8.30 or 9 o'clock. I said, girl, let me come after them, please. Lord, I, I, I will tip you. I just, don't go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm East Georgia. She's all the way, you know, like Metro Atlanta. So I'm like, I'm just going to have to take this drive. So... I finally put on what I'm going to put on, have doing hair, have brushing teeth, just out the door. So I go to Office Depot and I'm like, okay, I got to print this. So I print it. I'm waiting in line, blah, blah, blah. Boom, got the size. So on my way to Office Depot, I was looking at, y'all don't practice this, but I was like actually going over my lines on the phone and just driving because I'm like, okay. What? <laughs> Who? Yeah. On the way to office depot. <laughs> what? Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Girl, no Girl, stop. stop. <laughs> so nervous. I could boo boo. I'm just like, mm hmm. Mm-hmm. What? What? No. What? Girl. <laughs> so I get the office depot. <laughs> office depot. And I'm like, okay. So it's like an 11-minute wait. I'm like, oh, my God. So you sign in and do all this jazz. So I'm like, okay, boom. Now, forget the whole, 
NDA thing. I just got a print. Sorry, officer, but y'all, please shred this, delete this, whatever, whatever. If not, I'm gonna come back and I'm say, nope, they printed it. See, whatever. So, um, so I get the paper size and I'm just like, okay, paper. You know, I like paper. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, so I'm in office people. I'm like, highlight, 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 highlight. Okay, all my lines. Okay, second scene. Girl, I didn't even, I wasn't even really truly off book with the third scene, but the third scene was so natural, so innate to my character mm-hmm. that it kind of flowed once I got to the studio. So I'm on the way. I'm, uh, I'm in the parking deck, uh, uh, like parking, like really three wheels around the curbs. I go in there, audition, boom. So I have my audition. I have my papers all lined out on the floor. First scene, second scene, third scene. Uh, third scene was the shortest. First two were a doozy. So I'm like, okay, okay, pick this up. She was like, do you want to rehearse it first? I was like, girl, I said, sure, let's rehearse it. But if the rehearsal good, like, let's record it. Because I got to go, you know what I'm saying? And so we do all that. So however I'm talking this type of energy, it was 10 times worse. So I'm just trying, I'm reliving this because I, it was literally, (laughs) it was like, I was like, I feel like my head is going to just combust. So finally got through the auditioning um, part of it, Um, taped everything. She retransferred it to me and I shipped it off about one in the morning. Right. Because we didn't get done to about a quarter to 12. So by the time she edited it, send it to me, I got home, downloaded it. It had to been about maybe one, one thirty. So I ship it off. Boom. I'm like, all right, say la vie, submit it, forget. So the next day, um, you know, Chantal was like, have you heard anything? And I was like, oh, no, I haven't heard anything. It was like 12, 1, 2, 3, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock. I was like, hmm. So, you know, the turnaround time is quick, which they expressly said that. Turnaround mm-hmm. time. So I'm like, hmm. So then now your mood is like, I'm excited. Like, they call me, girl. <laughs> then it's like 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock. Like, sure, stop. Just stop. You'll be all right, girl. It's like, I mean, if you ain't booking, girl, you you book the room, son. You book the room, right? So didn't hear anything. Got a call. I was like, same number, same numbers. So I'm like, either they're just being generous and saying, oh, it was great, but blah, blah, blah. Or they're like, you know, congrats. So uh, the casting assistant gets on the phone and she was like, um... She was like, uh, hello, is this Sherry? So I'm like, yes, it's me. Hi, hi, <laughs> hey. <laughs> so she's like, oh, okay, your audition was great. And, it, and I'm like, mm, yeah, it was great. Thank you so much. Oh my God, I'm so honored. Yeah, yeah. So she's talking shit. Like in my world, in your world, she wasn't talking so. But in my world, I'm like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, witch, if you don't hurry. <laughs> so basically, in short, booked it. Bam. Bad. And so they're like, okay, we're going to send you, you know, your congratulatory email, all the statistics as far as right now. So I'm like, I'm I'm calling. So I'm like, girl, girl, guess what? Like we going crazy. She's like, I knew it. I knew it. I didn't want to say nothing, but I knew it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. You know what? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we all celebrating prematurely at that because we just excited. And I'm like, girl, thank you so much. Thank you for you know coming in clutch. So bam. So that was the audition process. Mm-hmm. Anybody out there who understands this or overstands this, 
it's it feels like you just finished basic training in the Marines. That's what it feels like, because every it's not just physical; it's mental wear and tear. It's is using retention. You're nervous. You're rushing. You throwing clothes out the pamper. You just it's so much that we go through as actors, and it's just I never really realized how much physical low-key trauma that was so um so they were taping I ended up being on set for I think about four and a half four days four and a half days um almost a week or so and so flew up to Maryland DC um and was just there met everybody everybody was amazing Remy was amazing right off the bat even though we didn't talk to each other to our very first scene um like I knew I think I knew who she because you know before makeup you don't really know who anybody is. You just yeah. like, Ooh. like oh oh people have robes, slippers, like they just come straight from the hotel looking however they want to look, and then they just jump in the chair and then you know. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, we had the same makeup trailer, we had the same hair trailer, like everything. Um and it wasn't until the first scene that we actually talked to each other. And I remember that scene. All she did was compliment my, my lashes. She's like, oh, those look real natural. And I was like, thanks, yeah, you know, I be liking them natural and not looking like spiders and stuff. You know, we was just going on and on about lashes until they was like, all right, well, we're going to go ahead and do a rehearsal. And da, da, da. We, girl, we up there talking beauty and cosmetology and lashes and hair. So speeding this story up. Got through the, the taping of it. Everything was bomb. Very family-oriented set. Um, you know, a couple of the actors were Atlanta actors as well, by coastal Atlanta, LA. And I was like, hey, Mike, hey, this person, hey, this person, oh, hey, hey, hey. And so um, it was cool. And then everybody else that wasn't was either New York or LA. So it became a, a it became family. It became very family-oriented between crew, even COVID, COVID, Officers, child, you know how that is. Yeah, they even the COVID officers was cool. We was like, "Hey, what's up, man?" Hey, you know. So, um, very family oriented. That Russ Powers was the director. Russ is just like that. Is like Big Brother Almighty right there. Russ was amazing. Um, Octet Productions was amazing. Like everybody was just again. There were no big names per se. Everybody was like just very humble. That's awesome. Um, so now we are where, you know, the fruit of everybody's labor is out. Uh, Big 50, the Ronda Hood store is out on BET Plus now. Um, we had a very ex- intense press tour, but mainly the main characters, they kind of hammered down and everybody else was able to get little opportunities here and there. Um, and so the... Uncut was September 30th on BET Plus. They showed the trailer at the BET Awards on the 4th or the other day. Um, and then Remy has a new album, The Godmother, which is one of the, the poppin' singles on the album. But they play, she was able to perform when she performed Godmother, which is actually a song on the film as well. They showed the trailer, which was amazing. So um, at the BET Awards. And then the world premiere is... Uh, What's today? Tuesday. So Thursday the 6th, the world premiere is on BET Regular Network at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard. And so that's it. 
It's just a lot. That was a lot, girl. But I wanted to hear all of it. So it's okay. It was a lot. So that's that. And then we just had a a really big um, red carpet premiere, BET Studios in D.C. And it was completely sold out in 15 minutes, which was crazy. So it was a, it's just a lot. Like this whole experience is humbling. And that's, you know, even in closing, I would say it doesn't matter. Um, and then this is across the board, music, you know, if you're any, in any realm of artistry, cinema, um, you know, creativity in front of behind the camera, it doesn't matter how long you are um, not discovered for lack of a better word, or you just spend a lot of your time just, just groveling and, and chiseling and learning. I just, again, anybody out there, Nicole's story, my story, um, just grind for the fact that you actually love this stuff. That's what keeps you in the running because you actually love it, not because of fame or fortune. I just aspire to be a working actor. I want Mm -hmm. to be 100% salary, full-time, travel, hotels month after month, on set month after month, for a freaking season, two, three months. I just want to repeatedly be a full-time actor. Um, now, Hollywood is another story. If Hollywood happens, I'm not going to tell God how to lead my life down whatever path. But if it happens, it happens. But it's happening because I love it. Like, I actually love this stuff. I can't get enough of it. So if that's you, then it's going to happen. It's inevitable, you know? Um, but if you're really just doing it like, I, look at me, I want to be seen, um, then you'll burn out. It's mm-hmm. guaranteed you'll burn out. Because if no one sees you in 10 years, you're going to be like, nobody's telling me it's been 10 years. Well, yeah, it probably takes 20 years for mas- you know, for mas- ma- to master anything. It takes roughly 20 years. So can you go another 10 years when no one's seen you? So that's that's just really it for me. You know, I just I just happen to be somebody that um, in a very safe space, you know, mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, I just eat, breathe and probably on the toilet, this stuff like this is my thing. Like and if God took this away, which he won't. But if God took this away and was like, okay, you know, um, go be a gardener. I'd be like, huh? Oh, life as I know it. Okay, God, I'll be faithful. But, honey, I wake up every day looking at y'all like, this ain't it. So, yeah, that's all. And let me ask you this, because we won't get wrapped this up right now. Are you, do you have an agent? I don't have an agent now. I do have a manager. I am searching for um, another agent. that would be more succinct with my management, but my management has been doing pretty darn good. So, so let that be a testimony, a testament to y'all too, because y'all heard me earlier saying that she been working, she been working, she been what she been doing all of this without an agent. She got yeah. this role without an agent. Keep mm-hmm. grinding, keep working. Yeah. The agent isn't the end all be all holy grail. You need that in order to to even start. No, just work, y'all. Just go. That's 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 the prerequisite 
of loving it. When you love it, do you need anybody's permission? Heck no. You just get out there and figure it out. And that's all me and Nicole do. We just just figure it out. Like, I'm going to just put one foot in front of the other. And if you come on board, cool. But if you don't, I'm going to keep going. Listen, I, I just, I cannot go. Okay, fine. I don't book anything. But as long as I'm audi- auditioning is work. Like, as long as I'm auditioning. But yeah, no, no agent. And, you know, I did have an agent before and I probably just was running little circles around them. I was emailing like, did you see this? I saw this. Mom, can you reach out? I mean, maybe uh, can you pitch me? You know, you could get past the gatekeeper. I can't. But baby, it was it's it's networking like hell It's Mm -hmm. networking. And, you know, Number one, being your authentic self because nobody likes a fake or a fraud. And stop going after people for opportunities. Really like, hey, the weather's great. Oh, I saw you had a fur baby. Oh, this and that. They're people. Like, ask them about their life. You know, send a thank you randomly. Happy birthday. Comments on on Instagram or Twitter. It's just creating these long-lasting relationships where I'm always ever so thankful. But that has a lot to do with it, too. So you all get out there. I know it's COVID <clears throat> and all of these different things going on with social distancing and virtual it's stuff. It's still opportunity, it. though. But it's they still opportunity. Yeah, they will get, get used to seeing you. And you work as a team with, when you do get an agent. You work collectively. Exactly. Well, Sherry, thank you so much. Thank you for this. <laughs> been so great to catch up. And I might have to have you come back because I really want to talk about... Um, uh, your your platforms, like uh, what what your your voice and and what you the, the other stuff that we didn't necessarily talk about today. Um, so I would love to have you back sometime. I would love to be back, girl. You know, as long as we talk about this, girl, we could go all day. Right? <laughs> oh my gosh, it's <laughs> been so good catching up, y'all. So, um, y'all, this is Sherry. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we'll talk to you. Well, I'll talk to you next time. And she'll talk to you some other time. We're going to catch up again. <laughs> Thank you, Nicole. You guys have a great day or, you know, continue to move forward. Keep, keep those feet moving. Keep going, y'all. Thanks for joining me in this episode of From One Actor to Another. If you enjoyed this interview, be sure to subscribe to keep up to date for more interviews like this. Also, don't forget to like and share to help other new and working actors. Again, this is Nicole Lockley, the ATL Actors Resource Guide. Keep grinding. You've got this. Thank you.